This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. right. Welcome back in the Amon Green Show again. I'm Harrison running the ones in twos, and you guys are always welcome to join in on the text line, 402-464-5685. Kind of went through the last show talking about Nebraska esports, some of their success of last week, what to look forward to this week. And again, just follow the Twitter page. That's probably the best way to keep up with the Nebraska esports team as of now. They'll always give you those Twitch links so you can always tune in and watch those matches. Uh, but over the break, we did have one. And when they're t- breaking down those first person shooters, it said, AG, you could have gave a military with that breakdown. Uh, so <laughs> speaking about some of those games, you know, is it, it would it be silly to say that? You know, with the crazy advancements, all the graphics, everything getting so high res, you know, our military right. tactics, kind of when you're playing some of those first person shooters, do you actually see some of that when you're playing those games when it comes to maybe clearing out rooms in a game like Call of Duty or uh, Rainbow, I know is a really popular one for a lot of people? Yeah, no, 100%. And I've, I've been justified because I've met and done events with uh, our Army esports team. So... I'm not 100% sure if all branches of the military have an esports team, but I know Army does. Okay. And they were at the CECC event, the commissioners, the College Esports Commissioners Cup back in uh, May. And I met the coach two years ago at PAX East, and or three years ago at PAX East. And so, you know, they obviously, this is their, you would think this was uh, obviously their. Their, their, what is it? The, their, their sweet spot, right? Yeah. Um, but, but there's other schools. There's a, there's a thousand universities and a thousand players out there that practice these uh, games and play these games. But from a military point of view, this is what they practice in real life. You know how to clear a room. I even talk to my brother about it every now and then too, because he's a former policeman. So, you know, people always forget about clearing a room or clearing an area about looking up. They never look up because it's just yeah. you don't think nothing is gonna, you know, harm you or what. You're not just you're just thinking on your eye level. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a game, especially like Valorant, like Overwatch, you have areas that have different levels. There's multiple levels. Call of Duty has it, and on a few maps, Halo Infinite has it on their map. So when you come into an area, you gotta really, you know, take your time if you haven't played it a whole lot and really survey the area. And what I used to do. When I played on a map or I played on a game for the first time, I would really much take a hot lap. I would, when we re- will spawn into a game, I would take my character and just run on the outline of the whole map. You know, if it was a square or if it was a circle, and I'd just be on the perimeter, just getting the lay of that line, like knowing, okay, I, there's a, there's a, here's the mid lane, here's the, the right lane, here's the left lane. Oh, here, and then I'm, if I, once I go on, around then i go right into i pick a lane and then take it but i take my time i'm not sprinting through it because that's what a lot of players do they want to play fast you know and you always hear this and i know you heard this harrison you're a gamer like me they how they hate campers and i'm like (laughs) that's the best way to get the get kills early in the match because everybody's booking it through the lanes Mm -hmm. left lane right lane mid lane top lane whatever and they're not paying attention and you're running so fast you're really not giving yourself, if you're the person running, you're not giving yourself a whole lot of time to check your corners. And by the time you're through a room, you check your corners, it's too late because you got a guy camping on you. And it's most likely me. <laughs> I'm getting those easy, I'm getting those easy kills. 
Um, and so Call of Duty, I, that's where you hear a lot of gamers talk about, I hate campers, you know, run around. And I'm like, man, I've spoken with military folks and they said, if anything, especially obviously in real life, we're not running around 100 miles an hour like a banshee. <laughs> we're camping. We're sitting in this. We're camping in areas so long. We have a bed. We have food supplies. We have water. We're not moving. We're going to find a spot. And, and, and then that's why it's called camping. Camp out there. So then when the time comes, you got to be patient. Then you can take your shot. Nobody, They don't know where you are because you're quiet. And you're just sitting there waiting, being patiently. You're looking through the scope. And as soon as somebody comes across your view, boom, you take them out. So when I heard it from the military, I said, thank you. I want to, I appreciate that. I wish <laughs> you could said that. On, I wish I was videotaping. And next time I see that coach, I'm going to videotape him talking about camping. And that is an actual military uh, tactic and in-game tactic for gamers that they, they coach. And I hopefully, I will hope a lot more gamers will consider camping in the game and not making it a, a, uh, I say a try hard move or a frowned upon <laughs> concept of gaming. Camping is good. You get to chill and you don't have to have all the anxiety of running and round and knowing that you're about to get killed. Sit in the corner and just let let everybody run past you and just shoot them in the back. Yeah, you're probably responsible for a few good, broken that's, controllers. That's gaming one on one right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you got the military backing you up, you should have recorded it. Because then for sure, yes. you next could time prove I see him, everyone. I'll see him again and I will record this. I say, hey, we've had this talk numerous times. Let's, let me get it on video that I'm going to post it on my social. Yeah, and you already have a few from the text line. AG quit being a try hard, my guy. Um, and then another one said, damn, you're right. An endorsement from another one. <laughs> so again, uh, text line, feel free to join in 402 464 Yeah, the camping thing. That would always just get people frustrated. I think it's probably one of those it things because they know better. You know, they they just exactly. lack the patience to fully analyze the room. What do you think would be the quickest fix? A person who's maybe like terrible at a first person shooter would be something that they can really quick fix that can improve their game. Okay, so camping because <laughs> then you get you get kills. Mm -hmm. And then your, you know, your KDA is going to be up. But then as you're camping, what you're going to have to do then, Call of Duty for in particular, is you can't stay in that same area very long, right? Because it has a kill cam. So when you kill that person, that's they, if they run back to kill cam, they'll see where you were at. And then obviously if you're still there, they could come back and kill you, make it a really easy kill for themselves. So what now you do is now you're working on your map awareness. I camped. I got a few kills here. Now let me rotate to a different area. I could just go to the other side of the, the room that I'm camping in. Now I'll sit in another corner because they're going to come and most likely think you're in that same corner. You know, simple gamers think yep. that way. But but gamers, like pro gamers, they'll be like, all right, they most likely rotate it. Now let me counter their rotation. You know, so you might just rotate to the left corner because you were in the right corner. And they're already thinking ahead. All right, you're probably going to be in the left corner or you're going to be in the right corner or opposite side of the the room or even a, a whole nother room on the upper side of the map. So just then that gives you start working on your map awareness. So I always, like I said, camp and then do a, do a, do a hot lap. I would just do a hot lap and just run on the outside perimeter. You might, you know, but still protect yourself, mm -hmm. but nobody's on the perimeter because for the games that are not mobus or not, um, not mobile, mobile, not mobile, sorry, uh, battle Royales, not Fortnite, not apex, not PUBG. You're not worried about the peripheral in Call of Duty, in um, well, I'll say not Warzone, 
uh, in Call of Duty, you know, multiplayer, Halo Infinite multiplayer, uh, Overwatch multiplayer. You're if you go on the perimeter, you could then learn the map very fast and then learn little nooks and crannies, things that you might see where people might not see you, but you could see them. Find those little good peak spots. I, I got a kill. I got killed by this one shooter. I'm hiding. It's on um it's a new map. No, I think it's it's not a new map, but it's on the beta mm-hmm. of Call of Duty. And I think it's in like South America somewhere. It's in Brazil, I believe. Can't think of the map right now. Hopefully the chat might know with that brief description. But I'm in an area where I know like anyway, I figured I was in the best hiding spot on this map, right? Right. So we're playing search and destroy. And I'm covering the A point or the A plant area. And I get, I'm looking through a little, like a hole in the fence that could see where I could see through to the other side of the map where I'm watching and see if anybody's coming my way. And then all of a sudden I get headshotted and I'm dead. <laughs> and I'm like, where did they hit me from? I'm like, how did they see me? So I, I didn't hit the X button. I watched the kill cam. And this person found the sickest, sickest peak point. So they were, you know, on their sniper rifle, they had little shanties that were elevated uh, on sticks. Right. And they found a shanty where through the window and through one of the cracks in the, in the bottom where the wood was split. And then it was another shanty that had a, uh, a, a like a, a curtain. And it was a crack in the curtain. Somehow he shot me through that. I'm like, that's imp- I'm not even mad. I can't be mad at that kill. That's impressive right there. I probably <laughs> would have like, put the controller down. <laughs> through two shanties, a curtain. I mean, the curtain thing was like maybe that wide. And he headshotted me. I'll say, I, you know what? I got to give game recognized game. You, 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 you a baller right there if you hit me like that. See, that's, like, that's the difference wow. difference between you and me. That's uh, That wouldn't be game-recognizing game. That'd be game-recognizing prey, prey. I'd have to put the controller down and just realize I'm outclassed that round. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, not play, not I'm, not, yeah I'm playing with better dudes right now. Like, <laughs> oh, like better people right now in, in, in the shooting uh, department right now. Yeah, I was like, I can't be even mad about that. I can't be frustrated. That's like, I, I'm impressed. I'm like, how did you even see movement to shoot there? You <laughs> might have just saw a glance of my my name tag right over my head because in Call of Duty, they obviously your teammates show up as green or yellow, and then the opponent shows up at, as red. And so he must have saw my red name tag pop over my head somehow and uh, made the shot. Um, but I want to go back to what we were talking in the first segment about the maps. I know. Yeah, I remember one map that that got gamers and some of my players frustrated when I was at Lakeland um, was Pearl. So for anybody in the chat, let me know what was it about the new map Pearl when they got introduced to Valorant. It was episode five, act one, about a year ago. And I think it replaced Split. And I think Split was a very popular map by the gamers out there that played Valorant. So it was something about Pearl that players didn't like, you know, they're like, Oh my God, I think it was more just in the beginning was just, Oh, it's a new map. Now I got to learn a new map. Yeah. People so don't like learning new things. Right. First it was that. And people don't like, you know, like you just said, mm-hmm. Harrison, a lot of people don't like new things. And then, and then in overwatch, it wasn't a map. It was a character. So when, um, what's the name of this character? Life Weaver came to overwatch too. Okay. And, 
everybody right away was saying, oh, she is OP. So she has she's a healer. So she has a healing blossom. She has a thorn volley. So she shoots out of her hand towards your towards you to kill you. Right. Mm -hmm. And she has a pedal platform so she could throw a pedal out, a flower pedal, and it turns into a platform to rise her up to elevated areas. So she can always get high ground is what you're telling me. Exactly. She could be at whole. She could go from low ground to high ground in a heartbeat, basically. And then she has a rejuvenating dash that helps her dash towards you uh, traveling through towards the direction she's traveling and uh, lightly heal herself. So she could be hit and she does this dash. She can basically self heal herself. So it's so so I, I could get why the player says she was OP, but I'm like, hey, you don't work at Activision and blizzard so <laughs> you gotta roll with the you gotta roll with the adjustment and then another one was that she has a thing called life grip mm-hmm. so she could pull one of her teammates to her location and protecting them as they travel to that location so she could basically reach out almost like a force grab like in star wars she could force grab you to her and protect you from any harm that's coming your way basically you know so she has that so she has one two six utilities she could use and her last one is tree of life so it's a place so you she places a tree and it instantly pops up this full thing like something from uh from avatar the movie okay where it sprouts up out of the ground and it can heal everybody on her your team that's in the area so you could go from having zero health to having full-blown 100 percent health so she has six utilities that obviously for the players playing the game they weren't happy when Life Weaver got added to the game <laughs> at all. Real quick, yeah, like, were there, she's OP, coach. Were there any weaknesses that like people did discover later on, or is that something where it goes back to the developers and they do some tweaking themselves? Probably no. I don't know. I gotta ask them. Okay, you know, or ask the chat. But I would say overall, yeah, she is OP. But I said, <laughs> look, I said what I said. You don't make the game. We got that means we got to play with this character. We got to learn what her strengths are. Learn what her weaknesses are. And go with it. You can't be mad. It's a great idea. You bring some balance to the force, or you bring balance to the game, mm-hmm. um, and it keeps you on your toes. Just like uh, you know, NFL. I would say, hey, every other year, error every year. Now, there's real changes that they bring to the game. You know, the way they will call a holding call, the way as we know they call pass interference now, or roughing the quarterback. That one has been the biggest adjustment. Mm-hmm. Obviously, still drives us as fans crazy, but as the players. You got to adjust it. Even the big hit over the weekend in the 49ers game, um, Gibson Jr., I think that was a fair hit. It was not, it was not, you know, not to the head area. It was all shoulder. Yep. It just happened, looked like a vicious hit. And they call a personal foul. At a time, that helped Cleveland out, you know, convert, get a first down, and then continue to move the ball and get it in a field goal range and win. So I'm just like, oh, it's, it's rough out there. And the same thing in the esports world. You got, the games that then buff up items. So I'm pretty sure right. Life Weaver is not who she, you know, who they were when it was added to the game. I'm pretty sure some of the stuff got nerfed down, or maybe a few other little parts got, you know, it's like you know messing around with a with an EQ deck, kind of like what you yeah. do with the with the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always curious because I know those games just have a litany of updates. Um, and again, what was that map before we go to break here? You said Pearl. That was the one uh, from what game? Valorant. From Valorant. Okay. When that map got added to the map about a year ago, my players at Lakeland, they were like, oh, another map. <laughs> so you had that. And then it's like, 
uh, we got to learn all the peak spots. We got to learn all the, the meta. We got to learn the meta of the map now. And it's like, okay. Okay. Just I want to get the listeners, listeners' thoughts on it about Pearl and maybe yeah. what were some of those problems. 402-464-5685. Chime in over the break. We got to throw it to our final one right here. This is the Mon Green Show. I'm Harrison Mon Green streaming in as always. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit.